0: Hello Utility World, it's Kurt Moreland, associate publisher with Incident Prevention and Utility Fleet Professional, live at the ATSA show, which is a traffic safety show. So if you hear any noise in the background, that is on purpose, that's the show noise. We are here live and as part of my continuing coverage to search out new and innovative products, I'm at the Traffics Devices booth. And they are an advertiser with us, and we are going to talk about a subject that doesn't get a lot of attention but is near and dear to my heart called attenuators. So I've got three gentlemen from Traffics Devices, and they're going to go ahead and introduce themselves. Go ahead, guys.
1: Hi, my name is Scott Ryan, and I've been with Traffics Devices 25 years. I'm a national sales manager, vice president of marketing, and um, that's what I do.
2: Hi, my name is Felipe Almanza. I work in the engineering department. I've been with Traffics for 18 years, and I'm part of the product development team uh, for new and innovative products.
3: Hello, my name is Jeff Moss. I'm vice president of engineering for Traffics Devices. I've been with the company for 16 years now.
0: So in doing a little bit of research for this podcast, um, and we're going to get into what attenuators are all about in a minute, um, I was very surprised to find out that between 124 to 143 work zone workers are killed every year, um, and that number has probably gone up. These statistics uh, go to 2019, so you can only imagine with distracted driving, you know what uh, what those numbers are going to be going to be looking like. So anyway, let's start off first. I'm going to ask my group here: Tell me what an attenuator is for those of, who do not know.
3: A truck-mounted attenuator is a sacrificial device that's mounted to the rear of a heavyweight host truck that's purposely put in harm's way on the roadway between the motoring public that may be distracted, as Kurt mentioned, and it's put between them and at-risk workers that are on the road. Yeah, and as I,
0: correct me if I'm wrong, but when I'm saying it in a phrase, I say it's a
1: crash trailer. Crash cushion. Yeah, it can be a crash trailer or, or a towable, as we call them, um, because they don't, they don't haul cargo, so they're not really a trailer in that sense, But um, or a truck-mounted attenuator. So, towable attenuator or truck-mounted attenuator. Either way, they are a crash cushion that uh, is sacrificial.
0: Yeah, and, and when I'm walking around the show, I hear the word MASH. Now, I used to watch the TV show MASH, but I don't
2: think that's the same thing. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> MASH is an acronym for a test standard that we're required to comply with. MASH means for the Manual of Assessing Safety Hardware. And as a crash cushion attenuator manufacturer, we're required to meet the requirements of the MASH criteria for all of our attenuation products, which we go through a whole series of impacts into various crash cushions with vehicles that are very small to large heavy trucks such as a 5,000 pound pickup truck.
0: Yeah, and just to add to another statistic, the BLS government reports that, you know, we already talked about fatalities, but what about injuries? 860 to 1,840 injuries, road construction injuries a year regarding crashes, and I'm sure that an attenuator
1: could help help with that situation. You know, um, attenuators do save lives every day out there, um, for not only the the uh, motorist that's not paying attention, but also for the workers. Um, you know, they, these guys put their lives on the line and all they want to do is put in a day's work and go home. And, uh, uh, distracted driving is a huge thing. Of course it used to be drunk driving, which is still a thing. Um, but, uh, distracted driving with the phones and everything. Um, I mean, people are running into equipment and running over workers and it's, uh, it's, it's really not good. So here at ATSA, American Traffic Safety Service Association, our group of of uh, manufacturers and contractors that uh, deploy the traffic control products out on the roadway, um, you know, we've, we've all taken a, to basically an oath. And, you know, it's it's not an official oath, but we're, we're trying to march towards zero deaths out there on the roadway.
0: Yeah, and I'm going to relate a personal story and why I, I'm a big champion of attenuators is I was actually driving out in Oak Brook, Illinois, in thick fog. I could barely see in front of me and being in the industry, I got scared because I came right up on the back of a bucket truck. Now, I know they're worth a half a million dollars, but just the fact that there was a worker up above, suspended in the air, um, working on a traffic signal, and the only thing between my vehicle and him were two flimsy cones. And that that just shouldn't be. So, you know, we're, we're big proponents of attenuated. You know, I'm going to ask you guys about this because, from what I understand, states have required attenuator somewhere but it's not a national regulation can you guys give me an update of you know what are you know what's the normal you know uh, politics
1: or uh, they're not mandatory yet but some have adopted it that type of thing so um you know i'm just going to kind of digress a little bit The, the federal government um sends out rules and regulations for traffic control and and traffic safety and roadside safety products that are out there on the road that we all take for granted. You know, I mean, but all this stuff has got to go through testing. And they try and do best practices out there. And they've realized that, you know, the traveling motorist is running into the back of equipment because they are distracted. And so they've started um, requesting, suggesting. It's not a shall, it's a should. Kind of thing, okay, and it's all about the verbiage in the in the specs, but it's a it's not a shall in some states, and it's not a uh, a shall uh, uh, by the feds uh, requiring it. So it's up to each state to to mandate whether contractors put crash crash cushion or TMA trucks truck mounted attenuators out there on the roadway to uh, shadow. Um, a, a vehicle that's already out there so uh, as an example uh, a herbicide truck that's spraying uh, weed killer on the side of the road or um, uh, uh, they are slow moving they're on the shoulder they're not out in the roadway but you know somebody's gonna run into them and they do and they 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 shouldn't die for that what we need to do is have a shadow vehicle with a truck mounted attenua- uh, attenuator on it um, in between the herbicide truck and uh, the traveling motors so that way they run into the back of the cushion if they're distracted and they get to live the worker gets to live the equipment gets to survive i mean you know the only thing we're out is uh you know a twenty five thousand dollar crash cushion as opposed to a two hundred thousand dollar vehicle you know yeah. pickup or um, not pickup truck herbicide truck so you know i mean there there's all kinds of of, of positive things here Mainly though, it's the life we save.
0: Yeah, and the application I see most often in our industry is tree trimming. You know, because there's a lot of tree trimming and arborist work around the utility lines. And so um, that needs to be done. Do you guys wanna um, add anything as far as any updates on what you're hearing for regulations or, or, or laws or, or legislation or anything like that?
2: Yeah, one of the newest um, applications for truck mounted attenuators is for first responders. Uh, that has become very prevalent in the last few years. First responders that um, go onto the highway or even off highway in low speed applications will take a fire truck and use it as what they call as a blocker vehicle in order to prevent the vehicle or the traveling public from intruding into an accident scene. Well in the last couple years, uh, many of these first responder organizations have recognized that a first responder fire truck is in need of an energy absorbing device like a truck mounted attenuator. This will block the fire department and their first responders while they're attending the, the, an accident person in the car. It will also minimize the opportunity for the traveling public to get exposed and go into the accident scene. So we're seeing more and more fire departments, first responders, using these truck mounted attenuators and applications that are referred to as def- uh, blocker vehicles.
0: Yeah, and when I see that scene, I always wonder, Wow, you know, what if there's a fire? Shouldn't that fire truck be at a fire?
3: And Do that's exactly anything? right. So, as Felipe eloquently said, there are these n- new applications that we see are so important, and then the applications that are that we see in the future that we are trying to promote, and that is utilities. You, uh, Kurt, had mentioned the tree trimming. We see that as infrastructure improvements are made here in the states, that. There's gonna be a need for tearing up roadways where there's sewer improvements, there's water line, cable lines, all those things where workers are put on the road and those workers are at risk. And it might not always be that high speed highway, but it's going to be uh, roadways that are at lower rated speeds, maybe 50 miles an hour, 40 miles an hour and such. And that is something that Traffic's Devices is taking to heart and we are actively working to develop that next generation to protect utility workers and workers like that on lower speed roadways in addition to the high speed roadways.
1: Well, and and as Jeff said, we're also, we we have developed a a TL2, which is a test level 2 truck mounted attenuator, and uh, we currently have it on the market. And um, it's, uh, it, it's made really, we call it the metro, because it's made for the urban market, the, the, the lower speed streets, and uh, it's, it's starting to gain a lot of traction. Yeah, we've only been out with it a couple of years, and, but it's, it's doing really well.
0: Yeah, and I'm proud to be in the utility market, because you know utilities have the money to invest. And um, they care about their workers and all the things that you guys talked about. And to me, when I come up on a work site and I see an attenuator in place, it it tells me that the employer cares about their workers, that they've been willing to make that investment. So let's shift gears a little bit. Tell me a little bit about traffic's Devices. I think you guys are out of California. Tell me a little bit about, about the company.
1: So, Kurt, we've been in business since 1986. Um, we started with one product and that was an orange traffic barrel and uh, the plastic uh, orange barrel that you see out there um, uh, for road construction and uh, it's made out of uh, polyethylene plastic and we mold those today and um, uh, I, I don't know that we're the largest but we're one of the largest we have some competitors out there but we probably sell the most if not uh, it, close to the most of uh, orange barrels and tall cones, delineators, uh, barricades. We've expanded our line. and we've got over 150 different products and, and um, it's, uh, it's always exciting. We just came out with a new product that's a, a fixed attenuator. It's called the Delta and everybody will drive by it and won't even pay attention to it. But when you run into it, you'll get to walk away. And uh, that's, the, that's the main thing. So, yeah, we've been in business since 1986, about 35 years.
0: You guys have come a long way from orange barrels to uh, attenuator trailers. Not to put you on the spot, but what is, like, the average price of an uh, attenuator trailer or a, a truck-mounted uh, attenuator? I just want to get a feel for, you know, the, that versus the cost of, of equipment and life type of thing. Like if I'm gonna to go to my boss and say, I think we should get an attenuator, um yeah, we you need know.
1: to budget this much money right. kind of thing. Yeah. right. They, they should probably for a for a, a truck mounted or trailerable a towable attenuator. Um you know, I would say somewhere around the forty thousand range. Oh wow. That's very reasonable. Yeah. Again considering
0: bad. the the investment in utility equipment and again, you know, not to mention right. uh, the worker you don't want an injured worker downtime. Because, again, not just the fatality factor, but the injury, you know, even if it's a broken leg or an arm or something, that's, that's downtime for a, a line worker. Oh, yeah. That, that could be out there getting the power on that. So. Sure.
1: And, you know, what I was quoting is strictly the cushion itself. Not the vehicle, not the the towing vehicle, not the truck that the cushion is mounted to.
0: Yeah, so. Now I'm gonna ask uh, Philippe and Jeff a quick question. Um, You guys have been developing some new products, uh, the Scorpion. Mm -hmm. Why don't you guys tell me, you know, what's new, what's on the drawing board for uh, 2022?
2: Mm -hmm. Well, for this year, um, as we had mentioned, our designs for the more lower speed applications off highway. Uh, Many of our products are used in high-speed applications where up to 62 miles per hour. But many of these utility companies' off-highway applications really require a smaller attenuator and rated up to about 50 miles per hour. And that's the metro that we talked about uh, previously. That's a big push for us. That's also a big push for, again, the first responders, some of the utility companies that are doing work out there. Because they also need the protection, even at the low-speed applications. And again, it's about saving lives. It's about protecting the equipment. And that's really what we have a big passion for. And we're always going to be developing new products and new innovative ideas to protect the traveling public and the workers uh, in the construction zone.
0: Yeah, now, Jeff, you guys actually had a Scorpion uh, truck mounted on the back of a bucket truck, which was kind of different. And we covered that in our utility Fleet Professional Magazine. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
3: I think yeah. I was outside the loop on that one. <laughs> okay.
0: Sorry. Yeah. Sorry yeah. We we'll scratch that. But anyway, go yeah. ahead, Jeff, and, and expound upon what Philippe said about what you guys are, are doing, and tell us about the Scorpion developing.
3: So, there is, there's so many things that we're doing in for the Scorpion development. We're always looking to improve safety, we're uh, reliability of the product, we're looking for things that we can do to raise awareness on the roadway. So on the motorway, we've got this great, I mean, amazing life-saving device that we put out there and we have saved so many lives. We make videos about saving lives on the roadway and great stories that go with them. We do that, but we're also looking at ways that we can reduce incidents where vehicles strike that device. We're looking at better lighting, better information to the motoring public to keep them safer. Uh, We push lightweight message boards that give information so it's not just a flashing light that would get your attention, but message boards that are out on the road to tell people what's going on, why are they slowing, what's going on. We've got a lane closure ahead. We call that out. We might have an arrow, but we'd also have verbiage. Written on message boards, variable message boards that are put out that tell you, lane closed, lane closed next three miles, so you know what to expect for that work zone and how that how we can improve safety that way. Yeah, I actually visited a booth at
0: ATSA where there's a, a service where they're going to say, you know, everybody's going to have the new cars are going to have the uh, you know the digital dashboard. With basically like a TV, and they're going to start like pumping the the uh, messages that you would see on the Amber Alert, like right into your car. I mean, I guess that's the vision. So, anyway, speaking of good stories, I always like a good celebrity encounter story. So I heard you guys uh, had one with your company. Tell Tell us a little bit about
1: that. Well, this happened a while ago, but uh, one of our coworkers uh, was taking a flight and he sat down and and they actually uh, grabbed him and bumped him up to first class so he's he's up in the first class cabin and he sits down next to a guy and he just says hi how you doing I'm I'm so-and-so and and uh, the guy goes hi I'm I'm Troy and he goes oh okay well, what do you do he goes well I you know and this was back in the 80s when Troy Aikman was the quarterback of the Cowboys. He's on a flight, and uh, he goes, "Well, well you know, I, I I play football," and he's just like, "Oh, okay," and didn't know who he was. Absolutely didn't know who he was. So we, we still chuckle about that to this day. Yeah,
0: Amer- America's team. He didn't know the core. Everybody knows who the quarterback uh, of America's team is, even if you're not a Cowboys fan. So, and now Troy's in the booth. So double double shame on him. So <laughs> I think he knows who he is now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely so um we talked a little bit about everything um i'm also going to say that um a good place to get i found a good website and this is a organization that works with atsa to find good safety information for your meetings is workzonesafety.org um so check that out for some of the statistics if you need that so guys this has been a great meeting we've learned a lot and um for our listeners out there um Tell us, how can they get a hold of you, and how can they watch some of your videos?
1: So we've got a website, of course. I I think everybody does. So it's uh, www.trafficsdevices.com. That's T-R-A-F-F-I-X-D-E-V-I-C-E-S.com. And um, you can go there. It's open to everybody. You can click on it and uh, click on a product. And if we've got video for the product, it'll be right there in the link. And you can click to it. And we also have a YouTube channel. Uh, traffic's devices, uh, YouTube at or forward slash traffic's devices. I forget how it goes. My computer is just automatically programmed now. I've gone there so much, I don't even remember. But um, and then there's your phone and email too, right? So well, who would who
0: out of the three of you would you like uh, one of our listeners to reach out to if they have any questions? You
1: know, we have a, a, a they can go to the website and, and push contact up at the top and um, and get us from there, fill out their, their name, address, question. Our our phone number is listed on the website, but it's 949 uh, 361 And info at Traffics Devices will get you to us. That sounds good. Well,
0: again, this, this is Kurt Moreland, associate publisher with Incident Prevention, and uh, we're live at the ATSA show. Hope that you all have learned something about attenuators and uh working in construction safety. I wanna thank uh, Traffic's devices and their team here. If you guys all wanna say goodbye. Hey, thanks for uh,
1: listening and tuning in. If you got any questions, give us a call. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much and be safe out on the roadways.
0: There you go, Jeff, you took my line. Roll safe out there, everybody.
1: If you'd like to hear more of our podcasts go to our website at incident-prevention.com podcast to get more or search incident prevention wherever you get your podcasts from until next time stay safe